This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello, I'm Krzysztof Bulski, Publishing Director at BalticWind.eu and I would like to welcome you to this episode of our weekly podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Baltic Power, one of the most advanced offshore wind farm projects in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. For more information on the joint investment of PKN Orland and Northland Power, please visit balticpower.pl. Before we get into the news of the last week, I just wanted to remind everyone, be sure to download our latest country report on Poland for Q3. In the current edition, we begin a series in which we zoom in on experiences from most mature markets. And we start with France, which has built a strong sector from the ground up over the last dozen years. Uh, so I, I absolutely encourage you to, to go to the report section and download the latest report uh, for Poland. Now let's have a look at the top news of the past week. The United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP27, closed on November 20th with an agreement to provide loss and damage funding for vulnerable countries hit hard by climate disasters. Poland's offshore wind power industry, while thriving, is still in an early stage of development. The Polish energy policy, until 2040, adopted last year, assumes that offshore wind farms will be one of the foundations of a new zero-carbon energy sector in Poland. This process requires a clear and long-term strategy, cooperation and partnership with the local community, as well as trusted partners. It is also a huge financial investment, and exactly about this, we had the pleasure to speak with Lukas Brick, business developer at Neopolia. Please go to balticwind.eu for details. EU countries have earmarked around 25,000 square kilometers for wind energy development, as shown in Wind Europe's analysis of offshore spatial plants. Such an area, if fully utilized, will allow the installation of 220 gigawatts of wind power. Among the leaders are Belgium and Germany, which together won't allocate 15% of their territory waters for wind farms, followed by Poland, which plans to invest 12% of the exclusive economic zone. In contrast, Estonia, Finland, Latvia and Sweden plan to designate less than 5% for offshore. So far, 30 gigawatts worth of offshore wind farms in Europe are nearly all connected to the energy system through subsea power cables that run to the mother country, of course. As Wind Europe indicates, in the not-too-distant future, many of them will connect to new energy islands, which will centralize the transmission of energy they produce, and some of these islands in the Baltic Sea and the North Sea will also connect to each other and help improve energy flows between countries in Europe. The real potential of offshore wind energy in Poland and the necessary changes in the regulatory framework to fully exploit this potential were the main topics of the Offshore Wind Poland conference organized by PWA on 16th and 17th of October in Warsaw. PWA as in Polish Wind Energy Association, by the way. The industry is uh, counting on rapid changes and resolutions. 
Deputy Minister for Climate and Environment, uh, and as well the Government Plenipotentiary for Renewable Energy Sources, Ireneusz Zyska, assured that the government is working on an amendment uh, to the law on offshore. The Fraunhofer Institute for Wind Energy Systems, IWES, has successfully completed a boulder detection campaign of the coast of the island of Rügen in the German Baltic Sea on behalf of 50 Hats. In order to allow efficient planning of the grid operator's new offshore platform, seismic measuring techniques have been employed to detect boulders below the seafloor. And this innovative process allows identification of large rocks up to 100 meters below the seafloor. That enables planning of wind farms and platforms as reliable as possible and also as cost-effective and at the same time it minimizes the risk associated with the installation. According to the developer, the technical procedure in this form is unique and is being continuously developed. And as the Russian aggression continues, we continue to closely follow all information related to Russia's war against Ukraine and its consequences, which are relevant for the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. We stand with Ukraine. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of our weekly podcast. We're excited to share more news on the wind offshore industry in the Baltic Sea next week. This was the week in Baltic offshore wind in five minutes. Follow BalticWind.eu for more daily news from the Baltic Sea offshore wind industry.